Hello there, old and new friends. Welcome to Divine Musing, episode 19, Endless Doors. I am Destiny Rambo Corey, and I am so thankful that you have joined me for this journey into scripture, literature, poetry, and prayer as we view them through the light of transformation and growth. Here's something I've been thinking about lately. We begin with a quote from American novelist and short story writer Bernard Malamud. There comes a time in a man's life when to get where he needs to go, if there are no doors or windows, he walks through a wall. Several years ago, there was a film and television franchise created that is called The Librarians. I am mildly obsessed. The show is about a fictional library that houses and protects magical historical objects. It is protected by the librarian and they are protected by their guardian. They live inside the library along with this sort of manager character who happens to be immortal. Uh, the show has elements of all my favorite nerdy things. Um, I love their creative takes on the historical elements that the library protects. Uh, things like King Arthur's sword and Pandora's box and the Staff of Moses and Shakespeare's pen. You get the idea. I won't give too much away, uh, but I will say enough to make today's musing make sense. Uh, there is a dark group of people in the world who are trying to find the library, steal all of its artifacts, and use them to release dark magic into the world. One of the librarian's biggest jobs is to find artifacts around the world and bring them to the library for protection. They have what's called the clipping book that wakes up every time a new artifact has been uncovered. And it shows what looks like a news article in the book about the find. The house manager then dials the coordinates to where the artifact was found into the library's back door. Once the location is locked in, the door can open to anywhere. Once the connection is established, the librarians and guardian can use the same door to come back and forth to and from the library. It's a really cool thing to watch. The other night, I was re-watching some of the older episodes from the TV series, and I was thinking to myself how amazing it would be to just open a door and be in Vancouver. Uh, both of my best friends live there, and this is the longest we've ever gone without seeing each other. I would wear that doorway out. Or what if there was a doorway that led to Nashville or Jacksonville so that my husband Joel and I could visit our families at any given time as much as we wanted to? Or even something silly like uh, what if there was a door that led to my favorite restaurant, Orso's in Chicago? Like how cool would that be? When I think of doors from a spiritual perspective, honestly, my first thought comes from that wildly charismatic phrase that preachers say all the time, you know, pray that God will open doors that no man can open and will shut doors that no man can shut. To be honest, I've heard it so many times that it's become a bit of a cliche. But uh, cliche or not, when Joel and I pray about our future, our ministry, our music, we pray for open doors and closed doors. It really is true that there are some portals, if you will, that no human hand can operate. Doors are referenced over 200 times throughout scripture, each one of them pinpointing them differently. 
Sometimes there are physical doors, like when Divine told Noah that the door of the ark would be closed by him and not by Noah or his sons. Job speaks of doors in a very poetic sense as he references doors enclosing the seas. In the Psalms, David talks about ancient doors being opened for divine. But the one thing that hits me the hardest is when Jesus teaches about the greatest door of all in John chapter 10, verses 1 through 9. I assure you most solemnly, I tell you, he who does not enter by the door into the sheepfold, but climbs up some other way is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. The watchman opens the door for this man and the sheep listen to his voice and heed it. And he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought his own sheep outside, he walks on before them and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will never on any account follow a stranger, but will run away from him because they do not know the voice of strangers or recognize their call. Jesus used this illustration with them, but they did not understand what he was talking about. So Jesus said again, I assure you, most solemnly, I tell you that I myself am the door for the sheep. All others who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the true sheep do not listen to and obey them. I am the door. Anyone who enters in through me will be saved, will live. He will come in and he will go out freely and will find pasture. Right now, I can think of multiple doors that I would like to see opened or closed in my life that I have absolutely no power to control. I've realized that I can sit here and just be frustrated by this, or I can choose to walk through the door of Jesus. He is the only door that doesn't open to disappointment. He is the only door that opens to eternity, to redemption, to resurrection and wholeness. His door is a portal away from darkness and shame, trauma and loss. Emily Dickinson once said, not knowing when the dawn will come, I open every door. I appreciate her sentiment and understand where she was coming from, but I would like to rephrase it for our lives today by saying, I know where the dawn comes from, so I open the door. If you are in a place of needing doors in your life to open or close, or if you're looking for the door named Jesus, why don't we pray this prayer together? Divine Creator, I come to you today for wisdom and guidance. The road ahead is unclear and I need your leading to direct my steps. Meet me in my frailties and pull me out from my own understanding. Open doors that no man could open and close the doors that no man can shut. Show me the path toward purpose and destiny and make my footing sure along the way. I lean on the staff of your divine knowledge and not on my own understanding. I trust that your plan for my life is good and ends in victory over the darkness. Though I may not always understand, I will always put my faith in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I will leave you with this excerpt from the poet Rumi. The breezes at dawn have secrets to tell you. Don't go back to sleep. You must ask for what you really want. Don't go back to sleep. 
People are going back and forth across the door sill where the two worlds touch. The door is round and open. Don't go back to sleep. I hope this musing has given you a little something to think about too. Thank you so much for joining me today for Divine Musing. For more information, head over to www.rambocory.com. I would love to connect with you on social media. You can find me at facebook.com forward slash destiny makes music or on Instagram and Twitter at Des Rambo Music.